Carlsbad. People, purpose, and impact. An essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I am the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I am your host this afternoon, and I'm very excited to have with me two guests today. I have Polly Yu and Tom Hersant. I think I said it right. You did. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Tom is the president, and Polly is a board member for Carlsbad Sister City Ambassadors. Good afternoon, guys. Why, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's great to have you. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, indeed, Thank our you. pleasure and privilege. So Carlsbad Sister Cities, Sister City Ambassadors. So this whole program of Sister Cities has quite a cool history. I mean, it goes back to the, the 50s mm-hmm. and President Eisenhower. Why don't you guys walk us through a little bit about how Sister Cities came about? Well, the world trauma of World War II ended in 45. And uh, I'll get back to that in a moment about our connection with Futsu. It's very important. Yeah. Uh, but President Eisenhower, then general, uh, knew better than anyone uh, what the devastation was and also the politics of mm. world politics. Yeah. So he said uh, in a White House conference in 1956, if I may quote. Yes, please. Uh, Two deeply held convictions unite us in common purpose. First is our belief in effective and responsive local government as a principal bulwark of freedom. Second is our faith in the great promise of people to people and sister city affiliations in helping build the solid structure of world peace. Wow. Yes. So uh, he started the ball rolling, which is a bad analogy because there's no balls involved, uh, <laughs> other than you know Sisyphus trying to push that ball uphill for world peace. Yeah. It seems to be a never-ending story. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, with that, Sister City International came into existence. Mm-hmm. There are now, Polly, do you know how many Sister City uh, participants there are in the United States? Well, I think we have all total over 400 cities in the wow. world. Yeah. In the world. Okay. Mm. And Polly, you're a board member with Carlsbad Sister City, but you're also a board member on the international organization. Right, right. And that's also, is that also goes by Sister City? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sister City International. International. Yeah, oh, that's which wonderful. based in Washington, D.C. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. And then locally, here in Carlsbad, it looks like from what my research was that approximately 1988, the Carlsbad City Council got involved with the program. Is that fair? That is more than fair. Uh, <laughs> that is accurate. All right. Very good. <laughs> Very exciting. So I was on the website, and it talks about that the mission of Carlsbad Sister City Ambassadors is to create active and meaningful connections between Carlsbad and internationally dispersed communities. Why don't you guys walk us through that a little bit? Unpack that for me. Okay. Well, our two uh, of those internationally dispersed, uh, there's one in Japan and one in Chechia, which will, yeah. but we're also part of an umbrella group called the Southern California Sister Cities. Okay. Uh, and our current president is out of Anaheim University. There we have hundreds of cities mm. just in the Southern California County. Oh, so, nice. Uh, so we are part of that internationally dispersed connection. Yeah. But if I may get to our particular one again, our first one, as you were mentioning, uh, started in 88 and culminated in 89 with the appointment of a, what they then called a sister city committee. 
It was under the city. It had city funding and city staff support. Uh, we had uh, a contact from a man going back to 1945, uh, Mr. Fujimura, who was then with an attaché, I believe out of either Germany or Switzerland. He had met Hitler and other uh, people in the German side, and he personally saw that they were on the wrong side and this was needed to stop. And at personal risk, he on the side worked with John Foster Dulles, Alan Dulles, which John Foster Dulles' brother, which was, Alan was then head of what became the CIA. Mm. And he tried to bring an end to World War II, and it happened anyway, which sure. gets to August 6th, the atomic bomb explosion in Hiroshima, right. a date to remember later on in our podcast, we'll yes. touch on August 6th. Um, so Mr. Fujimura, so impressed with his courage and his commitment to the right thing, Alan Dulles, that Alan says, you know, Japan is going to need a lot of rebuilding, and we would like to support you, a man of such character, in creating a company that will help service our needs and Japan's needs, and, and because you are such a great soul, you should name that company after the greatest planet, Jupiter. Okay. Well, Mr. Fujimura, being a humble man, said, well, that's a pretty big name. I will cannot say no to such a fine person suggesting this. And instead of Jupiter, he changed it to Jupiter, E-R. Okay. And uh, that business still is thriving in both oh, nice. uh, the uh, South LA area, Anaheim area, and also in Futsu, Japan. I saw that on your website that he was, you know, but I didn't, and I read it a couple times, and maybe I was reading too quickly, so I was like, okay, he's got this company in, in Futsu, Japan, and here in, like, Anaheim area or whatever. How did it become part of Carlsbad's connection, then? How did he connect Carlsbad to Futsu? He fell in love with Carlsbad. He would come Who down doesn't? here. I mean, honestly, right? <laughs> what's not to love? But <laughs> Well, you're right. Are you speaking to the choir? Yes, you are. Um he met Bud Lewis, mm. and they got to talking, and our good man Bud and our good man Mr. Fujimura uh, hit it off, and he said, you know, I would like to have this little city connect with my little city of Futsu, which was his hometown. Yeah. There was the connection. Wow. So just from him visiting here is yeah. how he fell in love with it? Okay. And I, I, I guess by seeing that his companies were based up in Orange County, I, I guess I assumed he lived up there, but I don't, is that, okay. So he would visit Carlsbad and then through that, he falls in love with Carlsbad and decides we need to have a sister city program that connects Carlsbad back to Futsu. And that started then with that, that initial thing back in the late eighties? Correct. Okay. So Carlsbad gets connected to Futsu back in the late eighties and you know, having known Polly for a few years, uh, my recollection is there have been some, there's been trips and there's been mm -hmm. activity. Tell us what some of the activities that have happened over the years between Carlsbad and Futsu. Well, I think one of the signature program is the Youth Ambassador Program, which mm. we actually bring our youth, you know, our student uh, to visit, you know, our sister city in Fuzhou through homestay, you know, school exchange, and actually, I think last time we also visit their business. And the other good thing is one of our key of Sister City Go is diplomatic, you know, uh, diplomacy, because we want the kid to really learn what is the, you know, foreign diplomacy. Therefore, we bring them to meet the mayor of Fuju. 
and we also visit the uh, our U.S. embassy in Tokyo because that is also important. We want our youth to know what our government is doing, you know, in other country for us. Yeah, that's tremendous. That's tremendous. And so, over the years, how many times have students actually gone over? How many trips? Well, I don't know before my time, which was a thousand years ago. <laughs> um, but during my time, I've been part of two delegations of nice. students over there as a chaperone. And just to expand a little bit upon uh, what Polly said, we also give them a very good exposure to the culture of Japan. Sure. And take them to Kyoto, the ancient capital, uh, and uh, out into the countryside of Futsu, which is a pretty rural community. Monkeys are about there. I mean, it's, it's, it's a real taste of the true Japan. And they homestay. Yeah, homestay. Mm-hmm. Right. So important yes. for citizen-to-citizen connection. Mm-hmm. Lifelong connections. Yeah, that's wonderful. And and then have we here in Carlsbad been able to host any students or folks coming over here from Futsu? Yes, yes. Yes. Several big, times. Big nod of head. Several times. <laughs> yeah, podcasts don't do well with nods. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so several times. Wonderful. And I am assume you kind of do some of the same, like they would stay in homes here? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, probably we need we will outreach to a lot of family, which if they want to experience, right, or yeah. uh, uh, you know, do a you know citizen diplomacy, you know, yeah. that will be a good opportunity. Yeah, to As a host, man, yeah, to oh. host our Japanese you know uh, student. Which uh, our friends in Futsu have told us uh, is going to be uh, able to start up Mm -hmm. again next year. Oh, wonderful. So they'll be sending students again. And uh, if anybody is interested in Mm -hmm. hosting these lovely students, oh my gosh, the word lovely should be in all caps and italicized, (laughs) then please go to our website, carlsbadambassadors.org. And up there, you'll see a, a spot where you can uh, get to, you can volunteer for our bell ringing, which we'll talk to a little bit later. Yes. Uh, but also, we'll use that information to uh, contact you about possible homestays next year. Oh, that's fantastic. So um, just, again, for the listening audience to be um, aware, how how long would they typically be hosting someone? And what is the age? And is it just, do you host one or do you host multiple? Or how does that work? Yeah, it the, the length will be like between three to five days. Okay. Yes, and the student age usually like high school mm-hmm. age, which is like grade nine to twelve. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And you typically host one, or do you host a couple, or typically one? Typically one. Okay. We've had sometimes where, because of a shortage of homes, sure, we've had two. Yeah. Uh, but typically one. Very nice. Okay, we're gonna take a brief pause. We've been talking to Polly Yu and Tom Hersant from Carlsbad Sister City Ambassadors. When we come back, we're going to talk about how they adapted a little bit during COVID, their upcoming bell ringing uh, ceremony, and our other sister city. We will be right back. So I know, Polly, that you guys uh, switched to Zoom during COVID to keep some interaction going with this program. Tell us, either of you, how that worked out and, and you know what kinds of things you guys were able to accomplish during that whole lockdown. Since I think in 20, yeah, 2020, 2021, and I think the two most successful programs we did is uh, a robotic exchange oh. between Carlsbad High School and uh, high school in China, Nanjing. That's yes. fantastic. And the students from Carlsbad, I was so amazed. They are very good. They planned the whole agenda. They come up with a very good uh, five five days, uh, five weeks actually, five weeks exchange. 
and and then kind of they they kind of lead and mentor the student in China. And both students learn, you know, because I when I asked our Kaospec student, they said they really learn the hardware part from China, which they were amazed also. But if we asked the student in China, they would say, oh, they really learned a lot about software skill from our student. Oh, yeah, therefore it's a great exchange. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. So <clears throat> I'd like to bring up your, you have a very unique um, event that you, I know you did last year in 2021, I believe, and it's, I think it's coming up here again, I'm pretty sure here again this summer, called Ring of Your Peace Bells. Why don't you guys tell us about how that started and the significance of it? Last year was the 75th year after the atomic bombing in Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a um, international uh, celebration that we were one part of. Uh, where we rang the peace bell 75 times. Each one, each person who wanted to participate in this virtual event got their own bell and had their own home. They would ring it around the world all at the same time wow. uh, to celebrate 75 years of peace. That's amazing. And uh, that uh, we had uh, local uh, politicians and uh, national ones uh, there and here speaking and participating as well as our citizens. Well, with what's happening with Mr. Putin's adventures, yeah. peace is so important and prominent, even more so now, it seems. Yeah. So we're bringing it uh, uh, this year also, the same day on August 5th, our time, August 6th, their time. Uh, and we'll uh, please uh, invite everybody to uh, register on our website, carlsbadambassadors.org, uh, at the top of our uh, homepage. And uh, we will send you the details about uh, some places you can get your own bells, uh, mm-hmm. if you don't have them already, uh, how we plan to organize this and the timing of it. So please, carlsvanambassadors.org. That's wonderful. So August 5th, this year, what is August 5th? What day of the week is that? Friday. It's a Friday. Okay. Yeah. So August 5th. And then what time does it? 5 p.m. our time. 5 p.m. our time. Which will become, you know, 9 o'clock morning. 9 o'clock August in the morning. August 6th in, in Japan. In Japan. Okay. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that's quite a span. <laughs> but that, that that works though. I mean, afternoon yeah. for us, morning yeah, for them. It's not like right. it's yeah. not like the middle of the night for either one of no. us or something. So no. so that's that's great. And it'll of course, obviously, it's a virtual event, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. so people from far and wide can participate. Yes, yes. definitely. That's, yes. Definitely. That's yeah. fantastic. That, that's probably one of the silver linings of um, you know COVID. We all got a lot more comfortable with mm. that form of connection and interaction and granted none of us wants that to be the only way we (laughs) connect and interact (laughs) but um, it is something that we're all a lot more comfortable with and it does provide certain opportunities that wouldn't if you know if we didn't have it so true so we have another city that Carlsbad is connected to I'm going to try to say it correctly but I'm already afraid (laughs) I'm going to butcher it Uh, Karlavi Vari Czech Republic by golly, you're pretty darn close. Okay. <laughs> but I must quickly say I cannot criticize you because I just returned from Karlovy Vary, as I pronounce it, oh. uh, this last week uh, after their annual festival opening of the spa season. And I heard them, the locals, pronounce it two different ways. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> All right. You were probably right in there. We get a pass then. Yeah. Karlovy Vary, Czech Republic. And uh, you told me, and I think you should tell when we were off mic when you told me, you told me how it really translates is... 
Charles's bath. Charles's bath. What on earth does that mean? Yeah. Well, allow me to take all of us back as we close our minds and swirl into the cosmos to around the 1500s with Holy Roman Emperor Charles IV. Well, Charles uh, had the headquarters of the Holy Roman Empire in Prague. And so he had a hitch in his get-along of some kind. And one day he's out on a hunting expedition. And that's not a sudden thing that an emperor does with all of his entourage. And that group goes into a valley and they're after a deer as the, as the myth, myth perhaps myth, maybe history goes. The legend. The legend is even better. Uh, and he goes into this river and it's a hot river. It's a mm-hmm. thermal river. And so this thermal river is fed by volcanic waters that come up. And oh my goodness, he pauses, he drinks the mineral waters, he bathes in the mineral waters, he does it more and more and more, and his get along is better. The oh, hitch is gone. It's and every time, waters. you blow and behold. <laughs> so uh, that was Karlavi is Czech for, in German, Karl, which means Charles. Okay. And very is their word for uh, hot waters or baths, which in German is Bad. So you put the Charles and the Bad, Karlsbad, is what it was called for hundreds and hundreds of years, with the C. Then it became spelled with a K, and sometimes alternating. And now when the (laughs) Czech Republic got that area of Bohemia, it's always been Bohemia, but politically the alignments change. Um, they said, well, that is, in our language, Karlavi Veri. So it's back to that instead of a Karlsbad right. anymore. Well, And so it's a healing city. And now let me just wonderful. do a little segue, yeah. if you've got time, of course. to how it happened with us. So uh, Fraser's Well, down there on PCH and a little bit north of Karlsbad Village Drive, where the statue's in front and mm-hmm. uh, all the water you can get, the alkaline water, uh, when Fraser, uh, Captain John Fraser, uh, dug that well for agricultural purposes, he yes. had a big piece of land. He had the water tested at two places, one in Chicago and one in New York. And they both came back with a great mineral profile. And they said, hey, you know what? This is a lot like well number line, well number nine in Carlsbad, Bohemia. <laughs> and he says, oh, really? Yes, and all the wealthy people, the aristocrats, go there to heal and get better. Oh, really, says Captain Fraser. <laughs> Within a he's year. He's already got the, the wheels are turning <laughs> in his head. Oh, man, I, I can still hear the echo of the grinding yeah. as that's going on. Um, and lo and behold, he had one or two other people get together to form the Carlsbad Land Company. Yeah. They named it Carlsbad yeah. Land Company. And it's because his water was the same. It's an alkaline, principally alkaline water, and it's a, a healing water, and we, that's where we got our name. So what you're saying is... Carlsbad was founded with a tourism mindset from the get-go. <laughs> yes, we can say that. He wanted to attract people right out the gate. Yeah. Uh, you are right on. And he knew that the, the name would connect back to this wonderful mm. place over there. Well, that's fantastic. So our water became uh, the thing that defined our, our name for our community. Yes. And of course, the water is still associated with our community in a strong way, which is wonderful. So we have this connection now as a sister city with Karlavi. And um, how do we have activities with them the same as we do with Futsu? We do. 
we have had students go there and their students come here, homestay in both cases. Uh, and we've also, uh, one of the things besides that nice cultural exposure, uh, we also sent some students to attend the very important Carlsbad Film Festival in Karlavi Vary. Oh, well, actually, nice. it's the Karlavi Vary Film Festival now, uh, which is, uh, some people say there's cons, there's uh, Berlin, and then there's Karlavi Vary. It's kind of like the, one of the top three there. It's been oh, going wow. on for decades and decades. Well, I think fantastic. it took a pause during world or during the Soviet occupation. Sure. Uh, but uh, I, I'm going to take that little trend, uh, just to skip back on an important thing I forgot about Karlavi uh, Vary establishing themselves. Okay. Uh, we got our name from them. Yes. But when the Velvet Revolution took place in December of 1989, the uh, meaning the fall of communism is that in you? particular yeah. the Berlin Wall came yes. cracked okay. open and these countries decided you know we can now talk to the world sure there was a man within a month who lived in Carlsbad Bohemia mm -hmm. Karlovy Ferry his name is uh, J I R I which they pronounce not Jiri but Eji okay Slotch and this young man got like 75 signatures of other people interested in learning about Carlsbad in America. <laughs> now, they found a couple of Carlsbads in sure. America. <laughs> New Mexico uh, and here. And lo and behold, our man Bud Lewis <laughs> got the letter. He responded. And we became, due to this young man's enthusiasm for learning what the world looks like outside of that Iron Curtain, which came down, yeah. uh, we became connected. Oh, that's that's a great story. So, yeah, with the uh, the fall of communism and the right. reconnection to the rest of civilization, um, we we started a connection. So now, as you said, we've had students come back and forth, just uh -huh. like we've had with Futsu. So that's that's wonderful. Is there anything on the horizon to maybe doing something with them in the near future? Uh, I mean, student wise or. We have uh, received a seed that has been planted. Uh, what I mean by that is when I was there last week, uh, oh, by the way, just a little pitch if I can for yeah. Kalavi Ferry. The first week in May every year, they have what they call the festive opening of the spa season. Okay. Their big thing is tourism. Sure. Their big thing is the sounds, healing waters. Sounds familiar. <laughs> and there's also a healing water called a beverage of Bekarovka. Okay. Which was made by Dr. Joseph Becker. He came there to help them. The water heals you, yes, but you know, you add some secret herbs and spices with a lot of alcohol and you'll feel even better. I bet you will. That's Bekarovka, uh, which you can get, which I have in my refrigerator at home, mm -hmm. and you can get at BevMo. So anyhow, uh, that, uh, that connection then with the healing waters and the beverages it is celebrated with the opening of that spa season each year in the first week of May. They have uh, all Oh my goodness sakes, all sorts of, of festival events happening in this beautiful, beautiful city. Go to our website, carlsbenambassadors.org, and see some of the pictures. It, our mayor, uh, current mayor, Matt Hall, has called it the most beautiful city in Europe. Mm. And uh, he and his wife uh, were just knocked over with the impressed by the hospitality and the beauty of that place. Oh, that's so wonderful. that festival opening the first week of May, it's when we like to bring people. We brought yeah. adults there too. So the seed finally back to my point my mind wanders a lot sharp things sparkly things it wanders a lot um this when i was there this time i met the sister city delegation from elat in israel uh which is one of the sister cities for kalavi Vary. 
And they said, oh, yes, we have a student exchange, and I'd be happy to share with you the names of the people here in Karlovy Vary that we work with with student exchanges. Because the one that we had before, she moved to Prague. Sure. And so we lost that connection. Sure. So, yes, the seed is planted, and All we right. definitely want to do that again. Uh, and some and, renewed connections yes. to, to reestablish that. Well, that's yeah. wonderful. Right. If people want to find out more, I know you've mentioned it once or twice um, about the organization and activities, how to host a student, how to get engaged. The website is carlsbadambassadors.org. Is that correct? That is correct. Carlsbadambassadors.org. Wonderful. Is there anything we haven't talked about yet? I don't want to miss anything. There's so much richness here. Is there anything you want to make sure that the public, somebody, just imagine somebody's hearing about the Sister City program for the very first time. Anything we want to make sure and include? Thank you for that opening. We have had for some time since uh, our, our edition of Crawley Very only two sister cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlsbad has changed a lot. Yeah. And what the city council has done in designating us as the uh, nonprofit uh, responsible uh, to manage the two sister city relationships is they said, hey, uh, if you want to add other sister cities, there just needs to be a community of interest here to support it. That's a pretty broad opportunity. Sure. And what we do with sister cities is not just this peace effort. But it is the exposing Carlsbad to the world and the world to Carlsbad. Yes. So if there's any community of interest, like I would think golfing, biotech, sure. uh, anybody else that wants us to facilitate local government connections, we can get them mayor to mayor instead of filtering down through sure. all the levels of national, international, yeah. blah, blah. You want to talk to Joe or Jane Schmo, and they're the mayor or the mayoress, we can definitely facilitate that. That's fantastic. And we're looking yeah. for more sister cities. Uh, so please uh, just go to that Peace Bell thing, and that's our source of information, and we'll follow up. We'd love to. There you go, folks. You heard it here. Looking for more <laughs> sister cities yeah. to connect Carlsbad to the world. So if you have one that you're uh, particularly connected or fond of and want to put some sweat equity into this, they would love to chat with you. So And? We'll also greatly appreciate their uh, energy on our board in that respect. Yeah, So sure. anybody who wants to do international connections like that and has got a great idea, please talk to me, uh, and I'd love to interview you for our board. Well, that's wonderful. Um, I know uh, Polly's been a fantastic uh, ambassador for <laughs> the Carlsbad Sister City Ambassadors. Indeed. And we're, we're fortunate that she stays very engaged with us here at the Chamber and uh, we appreciate that. So thank you both for taking the time to come down here, kind of open up these fun stories, the history of it. And, uh, and thanks for what you do. Uh, you know, as you pointed out, we need these peace initiatives right now um, as bad as ever. Uh-huh. Thank you so much for inviting us. Yeah, thank you, Brent. <laughs> thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.